Greetings to each and every one of you who have joined us for worship today. This is the first Sunday in the month, and traditionally, that is Communion Sunday. Those of you who are members of Pacoma First, you have received your kit for your own in-home communion service. And so I admonish you to use this before the week or the day is over. Our scripture lesson for today is found in the Old Testament book of Habakkuk. Some would say Habakkuk, some say Habakkuk, and some say both, it doesn't matter. But let's go to the Old Testament book of Habakkuk, chapter 1, verses 2 through 4. Habakkuk, chapter 1, verses 2 through 4. And you listen now for a word from the Lord. Lord, how long shall I cry for help and you will not listen? A cry to you, violence, and you will not save. Why? Why do you make me see wrongdoings and look at trouble? Destruction and violence are before me. Strife and contention arise. So the law becomes slack and justice never prevails. The wicked surround the righteous. Therefore judgment comes forth perverted. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Won't you pray with me now? Almighty and everlasting God, in such a time as this, I ask that you would give us a word. I ask that you would give us a special covering and anointing of the Holy Spirit. And Lord, as I come before your people, would you please allow the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, for you are my strength. Strengthen me today. And you are my Redeemer. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I pray it. Amen. Sermon topic today is, we need a word from the Lord. Beloved, just as every song is born in a certain context, every book of the Bible is born out of a certain historical womb. The prophecy of Habakkuk is no exception. Times were hard in the days of Habakkuk. Judah, his nation, was a nation uh, that boldly and unashamedly rebelled against the Lord God. Sound familiar? The prophet preachers, peers, even lived as though there were no God. So as Pastor Habakkuk, a sensitive man with a tender heart for God, as he looked on and saw all of Judah's wickedness and the increasing strength of Judah's enemies, he wondered, where in the world could God be? How could God stand back and just let his people become more and more wicked without stepping in and bringing the nation to its knees as he had done in past days? What's going on? Beloved, sometimes we, like the prophet preacher 
Habakkuk, we look around the circumstances of our nation and the world, of our families, of our personal situation, and we start asking God, why? Why, God? And listen, the word why is not necessarily a rebellious attempt to question God's authority. No, no, no. Why? Why is just wanting to understand what in the world is going on. We don't feel a great amount of emotional intensity when, when we read the word why or speak the word why. That's how children learn, by asking why, why, why. So, so when a sincere, heartfelt, passion-filled why comes out of our heart, it is often the consequence of a certain amount of bewilderment, anxiety, and perplexity. It comes from one who who has been distraught and despondent, discouraged, tired. My beloved, I should point out that this Habakkuk is the minor prophet preacher who never addressed the people directly. Isn't that something? In other words, his prophecy, this book, this book, is a written dialogue and an interchange between the prophet and the Lord. It's like a journal in which he asks his questions, and then he would write down his complaints, and, and then he would record God's answers. This Old Testament book of Habakkuk is like us reading the prophet's journal and learning a great lesson. But what can we learn from Habakkuk's journal? First of all, first of all, we learn that there are times when we just need, we need to speak to the Lord directly and by ourselves. We speak knowing that God can handle all of our questions, so therefore we just go on and ask him. We're in that kind of relationship with God. We ask God before we go to anybody else now, before we start talking to ourselves again, our family, our friends, we need to go before the Lord and ask some things that are on our mind and in our heart. Things like, things like this, things like, you know what, Lord, I've reached the end of my rope. I, I've come to the end of my reasoning and I cannot understand why things are happening the way they're happening. Lord, why must I suffer so much? Why, why must I just cry all the time? Why must I just keep reaching out to people who hurt me? Why am I so misunderstood? Why do I keep going through periods of prolonged confusion? I'm talking about prolonged. I, I, Lord, I know the world. The word of God says... Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. And Lord, my question is, how long is the night? Now, Lord, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying I'm going to quit or I'm, I'm going to backslide. I'm not getting ready to go out and get drunk and throw in the towel and surrender to the temptation and the pressure of Satan or the lust of the world. No, I'm no, God, I am on my knees because I just do not understand what's happening today. God, 
sir, I'm not. I'm not finished, Lord. Lord, why do the bad people seem to prosper over the good people? Why do children suffer? Why do the hypocrites seem to get all the blessings and the real saints go without? Why do people who don't even seem to believe in you or care about you or know you get blessed? Why are the anointed persecuted? Why does there seem to be no justice? Why does the vision tarry? How long, Lord? How, how long? Lord, it's bad in this country and in this world today. How long? This is an emergency, Lord. This is an emergency. We're on lockdown again. We, we protesting injustice like we ought to again, again, again. Lord, this is an SOS. This is a 911 call. Lord, I need a breakthrough right now. Not tomorrow, not next week, not, not next month or next year. Lord, I need it now. Mm, mm, mm. I need it now. I'm so I'm bewildered. I'm puzzled. Tired of being tired. Tired of being messed with. Tired of being in a place of sorrow and pain. Lord, what's happening? Well, Pastor Habakkuk asked his questions and he registered his complaints. And God gave him an answer. Listen to me closely now. Listen to me now. Now, listen. It's it's all right to ask God questions, but we might need to brace ourselves for God's answer. Don't ask the question now and then come up with your own answer. Don't answer the questions and then walk away. Don't ask the question and then listen to somebody else. Ask God the question and then be quiet and listen for God's answer. Because sometimes, beloved, God's response to our questions is just so unthinkable that we can't believe it. We have to remember that God is God now. He doesn't have to be politically correct. And that's what happened. To put it simply, Pastor Habakkuk asked, God, things are really bad. What are you going to do to stop this? And God answered, son, you wouldn't believe it if I told you. Hamka said, tell me, Lord, I'll believe it. God said, no, you won't. The prophet preacher said, yes, I will. So the Lord informed Habakkuk. He looks, look, son, look. I'm going to use the Babylonians, that ruthless and impetuous people who sweep across the earth and steal other people's stuff and then call it their own, them, them. I, I'm, I'm going to use the bad people to judge my people. The prophet said, I can't believe it. Can't believe it. Oh, listen to me, child of God. God must share some things with us to remind us that his ways are not our ways and his thoughts are not our thoughts. His plans are not our plans. 
Oh, you might ask the question. You might ask the question. But boo always know that the answer may not be what you think it ought to be, even what you want it to be, or even what you can understand. Do you remember those times when you asked God why? And it felt like he said, none of your business. Sounds like a parent, doesn't it? That's who he is. Remember the time when you thought you could not stand another minute of what you were going through. And you begged God to rescue you from the situation. And God's answer was, hang on in there a little longer. You remember? You remember when you prayed to God? Keep your children out of trouble. And God's answer was, your children have the free will to make bad choices and learn from them just like you did. You may have been asking for a certain thing all your life, only to watch God give it to somebody you can't stand. Help us, Lord, help us. You, you know, you may have thought that, that what you were doing was the right thing, most of us do. Most of us don't go into things knowing they're going to be a mess. Thought we're doing the right thing, and then God will use it to make things fall apart. You just may have looked around and realized that, that every time you plan something, God steps in and takes you in a direction that you never thought you would go. Oh, he do it? Mm-hmm. That's God. Listen. God has a way of using the things and the people that we don't like sometimes to bless us. God will make us face the things we fear the most to move us to another level. God has a way of making the most unlikely person you could think of be the person who stands by you when nobody else will. Oh, God has a way of allowing his answers to our questions. Be the very thing that will test our faith the most. Oh, yes, he will. That's God. Therefore, we first learn that God can handle our questions, and secondly, we learn that we just may not like the answer. And then thirdly, we learn that God will allow us to make another complaint about his answer. He's a wonderful God. You see, Pastor Habakkuk, he didn't understand or even like the answer that God gave, and so he made a second complaint to God. Read the book. Just three chapters, read it. Uh, the prophet says to the Lord, Lord, I cannot believe what you've just told me because I know the kind of God you are. This answer that you gave me doesn't fit with your character, Lord. How will you allow our enemy to judge us when you are holy and your eyes are too pure to even look on evil? That's verse 13. You see, the prophet was just confused knowing that his people, that his people would have a hard time comprehending why God would use a nation more wicked than they as his instrument of judgment on them. So the prophet's thinking, how can I tell the people that? 
So at this point in the dialogue, the prophet decided to just wait and listen for God's answer to his latest complaint. God's not like you to do this. And if you go to chapter 2, verse 1, it says, I'll stand in my watch post and, and my station and I'll station myself on the wall and I'll keep watch to see what God will say to me. And, and I'll just wait. I'll wait until he gives me an answer to my complaint. And so finally, we learn that God spoke to Habakkuk as he stood waiting to hear from the Lord. God said in chapter 2, verse 4b, my beloved, listen to this because it was the turning point of this whole lesson. God says, listen, listen, the righteous the righteous shall live by faith. Are you waiting on an answer from God? Well, here it is. The righteous will live by their faith in God. In other words, don't question all the time. Don't worry. Don't fret. Don't be anxious. Never give in or give up. That's what the news and the government and all this stuff, they make us feel this way. God says the righteous live by faith. The righteous, those who love God, the righteous, those made right through their receiving Jesus as their Savior, the righteous, those who are saved sanctified and filled with the Holy Spirit. That's you and me. We are the righteous. We shall live by faith in God, not by the news, not by our president, not by our own intelligence, but by our faith in God. Now that's a word from the Lord. Amen? Well, let's just real quick, let's talk about faith for a minute. The Bible says now, now faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. The Bible says, by faith we understand that the universe was formed, if we read it, as God's command, so that what I see was not made from what was visible. The Bible says, what's real is unseen. Oh, Jesus. Faith says that. Even when the wicked look like they're having a better day than the righteous, it only just looks like that. It's just temporary. We have to live for eternity. <laughs> Faith tells us that this is our Father's world, and even though the wrong seems so strong, God is still in control. God will have the last word, and God will have the victory. Faith is knowing the trials only last for a little while. Faith teaches that we will never be given more than we can bear, even when it feels like it. And the fact that we are still here is proof of that. Faith says this battle is not ours, it's the Lord's. Faith says I may not understand, but this is a fact. All things are working together for good for them who love the Lord and are called according to his 
purpose. Faith says that God will take what the devil does and turn it into good. <laughs> Faith says God's timing is always perfect. He may not come when you want him, but he's always on time. Faith says, they that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. Now, that don't mean just sit down and do nothing. That we shall mount up with wings as eagles. See, we've got to be doing something. And we're going to run and not get weary. And we're going to walk and not faint. Tell somebody I won't complain. Our faith and God must be alive and well in times like these, beloved. The righteous shall live by faith. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And without faith, we can't please God. All we need to increase our faith in God today is this. We need to ask, seek. And then hear the knock in her heart for a word from the Lord. I love music. The songwriter says it like this. We don't need another Democrat, Republican political uprising. We don't need another president who thinks he's a conqueror on the scene. But what we need is another word that will burn inside our hearts and give us direction. From above, we need a word from the Lord. A word from the Lord. Just, just one word from the Lord will remove the doubts and cause the sun to shine. That's a win. And give peace of mind. Speak, Lord. Speak, Lord. Speak. In times like these, I pray that this word from the Lord has blessed your soul and your spirit. And as always, as a pastor, I symbolically open the doors of God's church and invite you to receive Jesus as your Lord and your Savior. If you would just like to join us here at Pacoma First UMC, please call the church and I will return your call. Also, I do hope that you would hit the thumbs up button if you enjoyed the service and subscribe to our channel. And I also offer you an opportunity to give to this ministry cheerfully. So go to our website and give with a cheerful heart. And remember now, spread the word of God by sharing this video. Beloved child of God, I send you love and blessings in the precious name of Jesus. Hope to see you next time. And you, you remember, what we need today is this. We need a word from the Lord. Glory to God. Amen. We need a word from the Lord. Word from One word from the Lord will move all doubts and cause the sun.
Speak, Lord. 